let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast, 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 podcast. Hey, Gabe. Hey, Andy. What's you know, going I've on? I've been thinking, dude. You know, we're here today, and I think that it's about time that we we just we go for it. You know, we fucking go for it. <laughs> we got nothing to do, so baby, baby, let's go for it. What do you say? I, dude, I still believe. <laughs> Andy, oh. I still believe. Dude, you still believe. Down on my knees, <laughs> I climbed this hill. Oh, that's the voice that you just heard of Andy Diaz. And that other voice you heard, that's the voice of Gabe Martinez. And together we are a podcast called Who Who Let You Watch Watch That? That? Guys, each week we are reliving the trauma of youth through movies. And this week, oh, my boys, my girls, my ladies. (laughs) I'm sorry. We're going to be going. (laughs) Sorry. We're going to be going to a place that is... Dude, this place is sexy. This place is very sexy. This place is sexy. There are trash can fires left and right. It is scary also. It's scary. There's definitely scary moments. Dude, and it's it's great, man. It's a great place. And it's definitely a real place. It is. Yeah. It's a a real place with a a weirdly fake name, but it's a real place. (laughs) It's a real place. And I was actually just there a few months ago. Oh, beautiful. It's a pretty cool cool place. I love it. it. I love it, you guys. Uh, but before we do that and we get into the trauma, trauma, <laughs> why'd you run over that boy? Dramatic. Dramatic. Uh, before we get into the drama, the way we do this is we ask each other if you have any new business. So, Gabe, I'm asking you, do you have any new business this week? Oh, Andy, no, you know, I don't have new business, buddy. I'm, you know, there's a, there's a million nonsensical things that I could bring up, but... I really don't have much this week. Yeah, okay. No. Dude, that's all right, because I do have new business that is very serious oh. and very important right now. Lay it on me. Uh, we shit on a lot of bands on this podcast, you know? We uh, shit on a lot of stuff. A in lot general. of stuff, you know? But um, I have a four-year-old home, and every once in a while, he must hear a song somewhere. Okay. But when you hear your boy coming into the house just going, thunder, feel the thunder, not in a crash with the thunder, and you're just like, No! Absolutely not. You take that Imagine Dragons bullshit back oh, to the street. That's what that is. That is an Imagine Dragons song. I'm sorry. And if your songs are so catchy that a four-year-old can remember all the lyrics, <laughs> he still calls a dump truck a gump truck. So <laughs> so what I have for my new business is if you listen to Imagine Dragons, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Andy more more important business has never been brought up to this podcast. I figured I yeah. figured it was about time, you know, we, we've been circling around it for a couple weeks like what's their take on Imagine Dragons? Yeah, what what could it be? Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you yeah, on that one. Imagine me dragging these nuts across your face. Right. I am so sorry. Yeah, no no no, that don't apologize. But uh, fuck that band. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um I thought the f- when your son, when you were doing the story of your son singing a song, yeah, I thought it was Thunderstruck by ACDC. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, what? Is he gonna have a problem with that? I was like, yeah, you know, ACDC's, you know, they're fine. They're not my favorite, yeah. but like, you can't get mad at them. Yeah, like, they're they're fun. They're rock and roll, you know. <laughs> but no, Imagine Dragons, boo, boo, yeah. boo. No. Anyway, I'm glad we got that out there. We cleared the yeah. cleared the space. Yeah. And we're we're ready to get into it now, you guys. We got to oh, we got to do it. Oh, we got to go for it. <laughs> um so Gabe, 
We're here today. We're back in the studio. We're living it up. We're feeling the flavors. I am mm-hmm. hungry, dude, and I'm ready for you to feed me. Okay. I'm going to get that Chinese food. I'm going to feed it. Okay. Um, uh, we're going to do it. Luckily, I got some earlier. I've been keeping it down here for you. Oh, good, yeah. good, good. I mean, you like rice? Oh, I love rice and only rice. A billion Chinese people can't be wrong, okay? <laughs> are Man. those some noodles and only noodles only? Those are only noodles. That's my new thing where I show my asshole. It's onlynoodles.com. <laughs> Guys, follow us on onlynoodles.com. It's- <laughs> yeah. You're going to love it, Michael. You're g- <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good episode. This will be fun. You guys, so Gabe, as we do every single week, we need to figure out what the hell we're even going to be talking about this week. Yeah. Because no one has remotely understood what has been going on so far. They no. don't get a single reference we've done or anything. No, and they certainly have not read the title of this episode. No one knows what's going on. They, yeah. Like I told you, things get downloaded to your phone. You just hit play. That's true. You're yeah. in your car. You're on the subway. Yeah. Um. You're on. Your you're in your car on the subway. That's <laughs> dangerous. Don't do that. <laughs> I think that's a new thing in the new John Wick movie, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen I'm, it. I'm gonna see it soon. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, guys. So, Gabe, as always, I have. You're bringing this to the table. You're bringing your trauma. You're opening it up to me and to our audience. So I have questions for you. Yeah. A question. One question, really. Mm-hmm. Gabe. Can you describe this movie in five words or less? Andy, I can and I will. And it's not off the top of my head because while I was watching this movie last night and taking my notes, I was like, oh, this is this is what it's got to be. And I think it works. I think it does. Wine sips lead to killing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys. You know what it is then. You know what it is. Wine sips lead to killing. They do every single time. Yep. And especially in this movie, you guys. You yeah. know what we're talking about. We're talking about the 1987 horror slash comedy. It's Yeah, they're calling it both. They're calling it both. The Joel Schumacher Joel extravaganza. Joel Schumacher extravaganza. The Lost Boys. I had to, I, the Lost Boys. I had to make sure there was a the in there. I was just going to call it Lost Boys. I've been calling it Lost Boys since I first saw the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Yeah. The Lost Boys, you guys. We're talking mm-hmm. about it. We're getting down into the the weeds on <laughs> the, the fucking vampires, dude. Yeah, give us that log line, dude, Andy. What guys. is this movie about? For those that don't know, which, by the way, we joke about this all the time. Sometimes a joke, but... Pause this and watch The Lost Boys. If you haven't, this is a movie you will enjoy. I don't care how yeah. old you are, what your background is, your anything. Yeah. Watch this movie. It's made for everyone to enjoy. <laughs> it really is. It is yeah. It is nonstop entertainment. Yeah. entertainment. And, guys, this is what it's about. After moving to a new town, two brothers discover that the area is a haven for vampires. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Dude. I mean, the wine sips lead to killing. Is just you know it's I mean the cherry on top. It, it just, is it it gets it all into one snow globe of information. Yeah, snow globe. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's really good. It's something you would take home and be like, oh, Lost Boys. Yeah, the Lost Boys. Yeah, oh, the Lost Boys. The Lost yeah. Boys. Um, guys, who's in this movie? We know everybody that's in there. The star himself, the man, the myth, the legend. R.I.P. to the great one, Corey Haim. Corey Haim. I wasn't even going to start with him, but you know what? Yes, RIP to the greatest one that's ever lived. Yeah. Corey Haim, we miss you every day. Our entire lives are dedicated to your memory. Yeah, Um, (laughs) for sure. 
what a what a heartthrob he was. Yeah, and just a, a, a talent that we lost way too soon. Dude, Haim and Feld, Feldman were like the unstoppable rad yeah. duo. Like they were in all these super fun movies and a couple on their own. And everyone, if you were a kid from the, if you were a little boy anyway, from the ages of six to twelve, Dude. they were the coolest dudes on the face of the planet i even wrote in college i was a nerd i went to college uh and wrote stuff on, stuff on <laughs> sociology and social social norms i wrote a, a paper uh-huh. on uh uh the place of glasses in movies uh-huh. and one of the people that i talk pretty a lot about in that movie is Corey Hayman, in the movie lucas and how <laughs> how his glasses are a symbol of weakness in that movie <laughs> So, yes, Corey Haim is an important person in my life, yeah. both personally and academically. Well, fantastic. Let us not forget uh, the the ugly overalls girl in Not Another Teen Movie when they <laughs> make so much, uh, so many references to her horrible glasses. Dude, I, that's in that. Did you read my paper? Oh, no, I didn't. Dude, that's in there. <laughs> is it really? It really is. That's uh, from this, Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah, this is weird. That's so great. This is weird. That that actually, it was it was strangely, it was a, it was like a... I don't want to say a meme. It was like a reel that showed up yeah. that I saw of like that scene. And I was like, I remember that movie being hilarious, like a yeah. hilarious parody. It is, by the way. Not Another Teen Movie is very funny. So I ended up rewatching it. Chris Evans at his best. Yeah. Chris exactly. Evans at his best. Chris Evans just with a banana up his butt. Dude, like, I love it's so good. But we're not talking about Chris Evans. We're talking no. about other heartthrobs like Jason Patrick. Dude, Jason Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. Of Speed 2 fame? Of Speed 2 fame. He doesn't need to be in any other movies. No, Listen, he really doesn't. Ladies and gentlemen, the, some of the most beautiful men that mm. have ever existed in the history of men in this movie. They are in this movie. Yeah. And they are looking great. Yeah. You guys, everybody in this movie looks fantastic. They do. Jason Patrick, has. Ne- there's never been a more attractive guy than Jason Patrick in this movie. Yes, 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. He is a absolute yes, heart absolutely. Throb. Yeah. The the he only is a hunk. Yeah, he's a hunk. The the I, But also cute. He yeah. He's cute, approachable. He does everything. He's dark, yeah, exactly. He's brooding. Speaking of dark and brooding, who's the other heartthrob in this who steals the show? Dude, Diane Weist. Well Oh. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful Diane Weist. You did a great job as the mom. She's yeah. a respectful woman. She's a lovely woman. Rocking that pixie cut before it was a thing. Dude, love her. I yeah. love her. Uh, I'm sorry. I just had that. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. But we're, of course, talking about Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jeremy Bohm's greatest hero ever. Yeah. Keeper Sutherland. Sutherland. Dude, yeah. yeah. He is here now in this movie. Yep. And he's, oh, he's fantastic as well. He is so, so important. He's not in his, this movie as much as I remembered him being. Like, I remember him, like, in 95% of this movie. Same. And he's he's not. But, yeah. fuck, when he's on screen, yeah. the eye goes to Kiefer. Absolutely. That's one of the things that Joel Schumacher said. He was like, Kiefer, because Kiefer had, they, they decided to hire him based off of the movie before Stand By Me, which I forget what it was called. But, um, but then he had just, like, he had just wrapped filming Stand By Me, so they hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. And he comes and does this and they were like he has some of the least if not th- for the main characters definitely he's got the least amount of dialogue. Yeah. And they're like he is easily the most compelling, most interesting. You cannot take your eyes off him. Dude. He's amazing. He's amazing and yeah. he, he does it all. Yep. Which just looks. Yeah. Like he just looks and you're like compelled. Yeah. Oh, RIP to the great one. I know. Uh 
speaking of another person that we say RIP to, Corey Feldman, dude. Mm-hmm. Edgar Frog, man. We miss you every day, Corey Feldman. <laughs> They're both dead, right? Feldman's still alive. Oh. Yeah, Feldman's still alive. Haim died. Oh. Yeah. I might have that backwards, but I'm pretty sure I have that no, right. You're, you're right. Yeah, I'm, okay, okay. I'm <laughs> making fun of a person that I actually very much appreciate, Corey Feldman, dude. He's in some of my favorite movies, man. Yeah. Goonies. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, no, not Nightmare on Elm Street. not in Nightmare on no, Elm Street. No, I'm going to lose my card. Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, what are you doing, man? No. He's the guy you have the flawless impersonation <laughs> no. of. No. Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> Friday the 13th Part 4? He's a little kid in it. Yeah, he's a little kid. I think it's three. Is it three? I think. I don't he's remember. in one of them. Yeah. He's in Goonies. Corey Feldman's back. Or, or, um, He's in Gremlins as well. Mm-hmm. Corey Feldman's back on the podcast, you guys. Yeah. He's like... Corey I, Feldman's still doing his thing. He's still Now doing just it. kind of like as a Michael Jackson-esque performer. He played a concert not too long ago in our area uh-huh. at the House of Blues here in Anaheim. Yeah. Well, in a small room. in Right. Yeah, the small room. I wish I would have known about it. I would have 100% gone. I would have gone with you. I, it would have been yeah. great. It would have been awkward, but it would have been so good. Yeah. And then afterwards, we would have got pictures with Corey Feldman. Yeah. It, it would have been, been great. Yeah. Oh, man. I love you, Corey. Yeah. Um, Dude, who else is in this movie? She's back. She was here last week or the last big episode from the movie Twister. We got Jamie Gertz, dude, as star. Jamie Gertz in this movie, <sighs> I mean- Stunning, an absolutely yeah, breathtaking woman, and I mean, she just looks like, like uh, she she's got like the soap opera filter where she just looks like a dream every time you see her. She almost always looks like lightly windswept and sparkly. She's fabulous. She's great. Literally everybody in this movie looks amazing. Yeah, everybody, everybody. does. From yeah. the, like seriously, like the mom looks great. Yeah. Even fucking the dude that was in the movie Overboard, Edward Herman, Herman Munster, dude. Edward Edward Herman, also known as Mr. Gilmore, Mr. Of the Gilmore. Gilmore Girls. Dude, we love you, Mr. Gilmore. Be on the podcast. I know. R.I.P. Literally did the great one. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> died a few years ago. Why am I laughing? <laughs> no, I mean, hey, listen, so awkward. it's okay. It's not awkward. We didn't kill them, so it's fine. Not yet. Not that we know of. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, um, he's fantastic in this even. Like, he mm-hmm. looks great. He does. As just a weirdo. Yeah, he's just this kind of like weird, like, he's like a Wall Street yuppie guy, but he yeah. runs a video store <laughs> and he's always the head vampire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> in Santa Carla. In Santa Carla. Yeah. And that, you know, we do have to mention the other big star of this movie. Santa Carla, dude. Yeah, San- <laughs> also known place. as Santa Cruz. Dude, Santa Cruz is a beautiful place. Yeah. it's But home to nothing but riffraff in yeah. the 80s, apparently. Dude, every single gutter punk ever yeah. all lived in Santa Carla at this time. All I was trying to do was was look for Adam Scott because he grew up in Santa. Oh, Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz, yeah. Dude, he was probably there. And at that time, he would have been like a. I'm guessing like a a preteen at least. Dude, he was probably in this. He he might be actually. You know what? Like, I need another reason to rewatch The Lost Boys. I know. Like, we'll if have I to know do what it. I'm doing next time. Now, yeah. Ten stars. This movie's great. <laughs> at yeah. least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who else do we got? I mean, we got we have Bill S. Preston Esquire. Dude, he's in here, uh, yeah. Mister. Uh, I'm not gonna get his name right. I'm so sorry, Mister Alex Winter. I was gonna say Alex West, but yeah, Alex Winter. He's in here. Mm-hmm. Once again, limited role. Nails it though. He does an amazing job as the little one. Yeah, the, the <laughs> vampire, which I love. That's so great. Dude has. Th- 
although he's he's incredibly handsome and he's got steely eyes, he's got the worst mullet I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, the yes. mullet looks like he had just regular short hair and was incapable of growing long hair. So Schumacher's like, let's glue some rope to the back of this kid's head. <laughs> Like that's what we have to do. He's got that Justin Timberlake uh, ramen look going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just crispy ass hair, dude. He does, he does. Oh man, dude. We we can go on and on about the rest of the cast, dude, but there is there's there's some trauma behind those eyes, baby. There is. And there's a little bit of trauma, man. I mean I gotta I gotta know, buddy. We gotta dig into this. Into the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. Thou shall not kill okay (laughs) but thou shall tell me a fantastic story (laughs) about the movie the lost boys and i mean who let you watch the lost boys dude what is this trauma all right andy i'm telling you we have uh established that i watched a lot of questionable movies as a child the damned you say Uh, yeah and i went through i'm fairly certain i saw this movie on the initial VHS release, which was 1988, so Makes I was sense. I was six, uh, possibly seven, when I saw this movie for the first time. This is too scary and too sexy for a child it's that young. Way too scary and sexy for a child that young. Oh, Absolutely, no. I remember this because I saw the VHS, and it was one of those ones where we had. Um, like at the video store when you rent uh, back then when you rented a VHS tape it was just like a clear box with like the tape in it yes this one had a slip cover oh. so it was like a clear box but it had like the poster insert thing so it looked like a real VHS that like you would buy but back then a VHS tape cost like $800 $800 so nobody bought any of them in that economy no way exactly it was nuts <laughs> Reagan's America no, no thanks no thank you <laughs> so anyway I'm a little kid and I'm looking at this VHS, and I and I still, I'm sure what I'm remembering is from years later. But I don't know. Maybe it just like burned into my mind. And that original VHS is like uh, the picture on the front is just kind of like the silhouette of of a bunch of them, and then it says the Lost Boys, and yeah. it's really kind of whatever. But on the back, there's like two or three images, and one is Kiefer Sutherland, yeah, with that face. And I just stared at it like I just could not believe how rad it was. And I don't in all fairness. So the the who who let me watch this was my mom. Yeah. And it said, I mean, spooky was always kind of her mantra. Um, in her defense, I don't think she knew what she was about to see. <laughs> And they only made the giant R for R rated so big. So yeah. maybe mom just didn't notice that. <laughs> But uh, they put it on, and it was a scary movie, so that meant my dad was not in the room. My dad hated scary movies so much. Oh, so wow. when he would, when my mom would put him on, he'd be like, nah, I'm going to go to bed, or I'm going to go read, or I'm going to whatever. So, um, And this was before computers, because uh, when I was a teenager and we watched something scary, my dad would just go play solitaire and then go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, uh, he went and did something. So it was me and my mom. We watched it together. I'm sitting on the couch. We put this on. A lot of what I'm going to tell you guys about, like, I'm kind of peeling stuff away for the rewatch because I want to talk about stuff in the rewatch because they're very distinct scenes. But I'll tell you, like, so the opening, you're at, you know, the the 
what is it? The boardwalk. The boardwalk uh, down yeah. the merry-go-round. Exactly. And- yeah, you're there at the amusement park. That's uh, you know at um, on the beach, which yeah. is pretty amazing in Santa Cruz. Real thing, still there. Um, saw it with my kids a little while ago. We were up there for something, and uh, anyway, you're you're seeing these like really cool, like really fucking cool dudes. Yeah, raise hell. Just like be be you know shitty and yeah. and grab a woman's face and then a guy's face. <laughs> like this is weird. And then they're kicked out. And then moments later, the security guard is kind of running. And then you get this. This movie has a million of these like helicopter overhead yeah, shots dude. to simulate like vampires flying through the air. Now you have no idea that at the time I had no idea it was vampires. Nothing. Okay. And where I'm seeing this shot, and I'm like not thinking anything of it. I'm like, well, I just watched Kindergarten Cop, and yeah. I probably had some aerial shots, like whatever. Then you see the security guard scared, and he's running, and he's screaming now. Then something grabs him with such force that the guy goes flying up in the air, and he rips his own car yeah. door off. Oh my gosh, man! And I just I remember seeing that as a child, and guys, honestly, I think I was six or seven years old. I was I was seven at the most. Seeing this as a little kid, just going like, "What?" But I didn't, I didn't cry or do or give off anything that looked too scary because my mom was a really good mom. Yeah, she would have stopped the movie. She's seen that you can handle it. You're rolling with it. Yeah, rolling with it. And again, my mom did really cool shit where she would sit with me and be like, "It's okay. Like this was this. Yeah, they did this with pulleys." that's corn syrup. Like she did all that sort of stuff. Even when I was really little, she started telling me like, Oh, and they did this, this and this, it's all fake. Uh, so I see this and I'm like freaked out, but I can't turn away. I watched this whole movie. I do remember vividly when the sex scene comes, which is a very tame sex scene. Oh, you, yeah. see, you see nothing. Uh, my mom fast forward <laughs> through <laughs> that part. Cause she's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, I, re- I remember that being like, oh. And then that also became her mantra because we then watched this movie a thousand times. We then bought this VHS, which I have in yeah. that bin over there. Uh, we bought the VHS probably when I was like nine. Uh, and we watched it all the time, eventually letting having my dad watch it with us. We're like, ah, eh, it's more like funny and just yeah. cool than scary, you know. So anyway, uh, so the first <laughs> time I'm watching it and I like, I'm just like amazed and it's awesome and it's super cool. And the whole time I'm like, these guys are awesome. Yeah. These guys are so cool. So I wasn't afraid of them because I was like, well, they're really cool. And they took Michael in and made him one so quick. Like that's cool. Andy, the way this movie traumatized me is I became obsessed with vampires. No, you didn't. I did. I became absolutely obsessed with vampires for probably three or four years. Holy shit, okay. Yeah. Dude. So from the age of like six to seven, somewhere in there, until I was like 10, possibly even 12, obsessed this with vampires. This explains so many family pictures I've seen at your mom's house. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Just always with your arms crossed and just... hair slicked back. That was the thing. No. I, I thought you were doing like a montage of uh, what we do in the shadows. Of, <laughs> right. Yeah. Of, I can't remember the character's name. But all the pictures of him oh, as a Guillermo? kid. Guillermo. Guillermo, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I always thought you were doing a bit, but yeah. you somehow made yourself weird. Yeah. yeah. So, not obsessed with Dracula or old-timey <laughs> vampires. I was obsessed with, like, the cool vampires. The cool 80s vampires. Because The if, Lost Boys specifically vampires. Exactly. <laughs> the ones that had only been depicted that way in that one movie. Yeah. Uh, so, because 
in real life, the guys that I looked up to the most were my uncles who were like punk rock and heavy metal dudes. Yeah, okay. They had leather jackets. They had long hair. They were, honestly, in retrospect, they were total shitheads. <laughs> like, they were just <laughs> awful to everyone, and they talked back to my grandma and shit. They were just dickheads. Yeah. But uh, but they were cool. They yeah. were like, they were teenagers with long hair that played guitars and stuff. And one of my uncles, uh, who was a, just the biggest dickhead of all of them, Todd, that we talked about in the Leprechaun episode, he had a motorcycle. So even oh, though shit. he was like a shithead, when I was little, little, I was like, well, that's cool. Motorcycles are cool, I guess. So I became like obsessed and I was like, I just drew this parallel with like vampires are like the cool dudes I want to be when I grow up. Andy, I had, <laughs> I had like posters of the Lost Boys in my room. Multiple posters Whoa. of the Lost Boys at like eight years old. I had Lost Boys up. I was able to get from Mr. <laughs> Chin, I was able to get a promotional thing that he got. This dude was my man. I loved him. The promotional thing that he got that was just this like still, it was huge. It was like 11 by 17, just of Kiefer Sutherland in that face. Oh, shit. I yeah. had that by my bed. And this was back when I still shared a room with my sister. <gasps> so like I had that, I had the top bunk and that was by my bed. So she didn't see it. But I was like, Every night, fell asleep to Kiefer Sutherland's face, woke up looking at Kiefer Sutherland, and was like, oh, thank you for watching over me, Kiefer, at night. You know, <laughs> That was great. So I was obsessed. I, I pretended to be a vampire. The little silly plastic teeth that you get at, like, Halloween, I wore them constantly. <laughs> what? I, yeah. I had multiple pairs of them. I will find the picture um, because there, there, there was a party. That my one of my mom's friends. In retrospect, she was probably turning thirty, but in my head, I'm like, oh, she was a hundred. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a thirty year old party. Like, so you I, <laughs> I, I snuck my teeth because I wanted to look cool. I wanted to look cool at the party. I wanted to be like, hey, it's an adult party. There's yeah. a couple kids that are gonna be there. So I had. <laughs> Guys, I, I wear a lot of Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> That's like the I'm either wearing a heavy metal shirt or a Hawaiian shirt usually, and uh. And back then, I was wearing, like, my coolest blue Hawaiian shirt, and I had little, like, slacks and dress shoes, but I snuck my fucking teeth. <laughs> and there's a picture of, like, my my mom, God bless her, my mom doesn't know that I have them in my mouth. My dad does, and my dad is not having it. My dad is so annoyed, but I'm smiling, and I have vampire teeth. <laughs> and a Hawaiian shirt at this like happy thirtieth birthday party. Oh my thing. gosh, dude! I was obsessed, and dude. I don't think I stopped until now. This is bad, guys. This is a yesterday word, but uh, I was in middle school, and I was severely bullied in middle school, and I had just started growing my hair out. My, fam my family, my mom, finally let me grow my hair out, and I was so excited. And I was a seventh grader. And uh, I had my, I had grown my hair out. I had a Lost Boys T-shirt. Oh shit! And w one of the guys that bullied me was, he was like, you know, hey man, that movie sucks. And I was like, that movie's awesome. Like I, I would have never stood up to this dude ever. But I was like, that movie's awesome, dude. Like the movie is so good. And he's just like, what are you like, some sort of fag vampire? And oh. I was like, no. Uh, uh, no, that's not cool. And he's just like, you're gay, and everyone that likes that movie's gay, and oh, it's the no. worst. And I was like, oh, oh. And, and I mean, he bullied me about a bunch of other stuff and kicked my ass a lot. But I just remember, like, that was when I was like, oh, this is another thing he's going to make fun of me for? Like, 
time to put this away. It wasn't that he called me gay. Like, I mean, every everything was gay back then. Like, yeah, it didn't yeah, yeah. matter. Especially uh, middle school. I mean, that, middle that, school, that was the word. That was the term. <laughs> that was the word in the late 90s, just thrown around every which way. You e- know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't Before, that, yeah. you guys. But but it was like, oh, shit, this is another thing he's going to make fun of me for. This is another thing he's going to beat me up for. So I I think I threw the shirt away. No. I know. And I, like, stopped liking vampires and stuff. I was just like, wasn't. I was like, well. Time to put that away. Like that's the end of it. Time to put silly things away. Yeah. And then you found your first Guar album. And then I found, honestly, probably <laughs> yeah. that same year. It was, yeah, because I got into Guar in seventh grade. <laughs> Time to put childish thing away and, and become a man. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Scum dogs of the universe. What is going on here? There's a song on the album called Vlad the Impaler. It is, Meat sandwich. It's Let's great. do it, dude. <laughs> So there you go, Andy. That's Dude. that's my trauma. I watched this at a Aww. very young age. I have very vivid memories, and it was all about romanticizing vampirism and the, specifically that breed of like wild, oh punk, crazy. I, I want to know what would have happened if I mean you if you would have just held on for a little little bit longer and just wouldn't have been bullied by some bigot, some idiot. Yeah, you could have been right there. Brad Pitt comes along, interview with the vampire. Next thing you know, you're living a whole different life, dude. You're oh, yeah. you're going to like nightclubs in high school where you're yeah. like, you're just doing it. Blade <laughs> comes out, you're just like into fucking vampires still. <laughs> you're moving you know? up to the Pacific Northwest and you're hanging out of the trees and just being I'm in like forks. Yeah, yeah, you're just glittering and everything. <laughs> just like man, dude, this game, dude, he's one of my best friends, but he is. Fucking weird. Yeah, this dude is. He fits wing. right in. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He fits right in with all of us. Uh, yeah, Andy, you know, spoiler alert, I got way into, yeah, Squar, but then I got way into black metal. Yeah. And like early black metal, that was like half the dudes that, like, all the Dark Throne guys were yeah. just like vampires. <laughs> They're just like pretending yeah. to be vampires. They, <laughs> they literally have a, a album called A Blaze in the Night Sky and like the singer's pose where it looks like he's flying and it's like it's it's totally cheese ball but oh, anyway black metal's the best black metal's rad i love it i still Dude, love it this through line of your life i know is right insane and it's just i'm 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 blown away but man it makes sense it makes sense it yeah makes like <laughs> i was thinking about it the other night i was like oh we need to come up with a a, a movie for the next episode i'm like holy shit lost boys yeah. made me who i am today <laughs> dude that is insane man yeah. yeah oh man i kept it going so but Dude, I mean, there's no better heroes to have because they do look fucking cool. They look fucking cool. They're crazy handsome. I assume they get all the girls by grabbing their faces. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, all the all the dudes think they're rad. And if yeah. you don't, it doesn't matter. They're just going to eat you. They're just going to eat you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Either way, they win. Either way, they win, man. Yeah. So <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that's that's one. It was I saw it at a young age, and it just like imprinted on me. And one of my favorite shows is what we do in the shadows, dude. Like, yeah, I love. I think it. you're the one who turned me on to that. Yeah, so. dude. You're oh, welcome. this is tripping me out, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think I think vampires are so fun and so cool, and just the lore. And what I love, especially about the Lost Boys, is you know, they took it in a different direction. Yeah. You know, it's like they paved the way for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dude. you know, it being this yeah. kind of fun, wild thing that still has these gnarly, vis- visceral moments, you know. Man, it is, I, I was going to make this comment later on, but I mean, there's 
I don't think it's a good a time as any. There, vampires have never, in my opinion, been cooler than in this movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, for sure. I worked in a bookstore during the height of uh, Twilight and Stephanie Meyer and all those sort of books. So, like, I saw all that, and you know, the kids loved it at that point too. But no, man, like looking back, like, I mean, I think they made sequels to this movie later on. They did, yeah. But the fact that this movie didn't make like a whole series and TV shows and everything like then yeah dropped opportunity man they, like for because, sure because this could have been an entire thing of this world of just badass zomb or zombies of badass vampires man a- a- exactly man they absolutely could have um Joel Schumacher tried we'll get into that you know after the rewatch yeah. or during the rewatch whatever but yeah Joel Schumacher really tried and he had a few we had scripts. There's all kinds of stuff ready um, that was ready, but yeah, just dropped the ball. I mean, dropped, part of it is he dropped that bag, dude. He did. Part of it though is Kiefer Sutherland after doing Stand by Me in this movie became like the guy. Yeah. So he had a million opportunities, and it's like, dude needed to go do a million other things. Yeah. You know, so got to come back in the sequel. I know. Rejuvenated. Needed to. <laughs> Dude. Andy, did you see this movie as a kid? Man, I don't know what to talk about now. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, I you know what? Yes, and I was thinking about this as well. I did see this movie very young, uh-huh. and um, I was thinking about it while I was watching it, like trying to remember when I first saw this movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, what am I going to talk about on the podcast? What am I going to talk about? Right. And um, it, what I came to the conclusion of was that this was a movie was just, I don't know, like like Ghostbusters and other sort of movies of that time mm-hmm. that were just always a part of regu- regular rotation or whatever. It was just, yeah. oh, yeah, like, yeah, well, let's just watch Lost Boys. In my brain, like, we once again, it was taped off HBO. Yeah. I can yeah. see it vividly in my brain of the copy that we had, and my dad's writing on the side that just said the Lost Boys. Like, mm-hmm. I could see his writing on the side of this, you know, VHS yeah. tape. So it was just something that we constantly watched, my brother and mom and the whole family. Yeah. All watched the fucking Lost Boys. It was so great. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there. What can I talk about about the Lost Boys? Yeah, it's scary. I was scared of, like, there's one scene in particular where the dude gets his head bit. Yes. And the blood shoots out. Yes. Always scared me. And I'm yeah. still to this day afraid of getting my head bit. But, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, that's not trauma. You know, I can't bring that trauma. But what I can talk about is this one time when I was working at Barnes & Noble uh in 2016 and i was working at the irvine spectrum and a friend of mine there was like hey my friend um is a manager of this musician um he's playing at the coach house down here do you want to go see his band uh and i went oh who is it she said it's Kiefer sutherland's band and i went what the fuck are you talking about Kiefer Sutherland's in the band and he does like country music and i'm like what the hell and at this time my wife and i were both working retail she was closing that night i'm like Let's go. Uh-huh. So me and a couple other people from this work, we went down to the coach house and we saw Kiefer Sutherland's band. And I thought she was just talking shit. Uh-huh. Hey, we're going to see Kiefer Sutherland's band. This sucks. This is weird. <laughs> she meets up with her friend there who is Kiefer Sutherland's manager. And we're like, they're Whoa. talking or whatever. And like, hey, his gig's over. He's going to go back to the hotel room. We're all going to go. Do you guys want to go? And she looks at me and she's like, hey, do you want to go? And I was like. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's go hang out with Kiefer Sutherland. So we go up to the hotel room, and who the fuck is there, surrounded by fucking a bunch of bullshit fucking people? It's Kiefer Sutherland, 
shit-faced on fucking Buffalo Trace whiskey. <laughs> Absolutely shit-faced. Oh. And he's just drinking. And everybody and their mother is just trying to fucking get to this kefir. They're just trying to get pictures with kefir. Everybody wants a picture. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like fucking the craziest thing. We're just like, what, what the fuck? And people are like doing drugs and smoking. And uh-huh. like, and yeah. it's like, this is the weirdest thing. And because <laughs> my friend is friends with fucking his manager, she's like, goes up and we're just talking out with it. So I spend this whole night. Yeah. Pretty much like where you are, just close to Kiefer Sutherland. Never really talked to him, but him just like filling up my cup with like whiskey and stuff out of uh-huh. his bottle. Like, this is a fucking weird night. What? And just drinking whiskey three or four people away from Kiefer Sutherland all Kiefer night. Sutherland. And then at the end of the night, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking try to do this. I'm going to try to get a picture. Uh-huh. And I, it doesn't happen or whatever. I just like, hey, man, fucking love everything you've ever been in, dude. You are the man. And he's just like. <laughs> like, you've had a lot to drink. Yeah. After this one show you played, you're living that rock star life. You're living at like 54 now, or yeah. however fucking old you are, dude. <laughs> Played the coach house down here in Orange County. Right. Dude. Yeah. Live it. And we stayed out all fucking night until like fucking six in the morning uh-huh. in fucking Kiefer Sutherland's hotel room, like just drinking whiskey or whatever. And then we all fucking left, and it was the weirdest. Night of my life. That is so crazy. And I just wanted to bring that up. I How, how have I never heard that story? That is so great. <laughs> it is the stupidest story that I have about Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, and I have it's... lots of stories about Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing just because it was all random. Like, hey, my friend's band or my friend's manages this guy. You want to go? And I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. Like, you know what you're talking about, right? right like, you know being, who Kiefer Sutherland is, right? You're being it's an idiot guy. on purpose, right? She's like, yeah. And, uh. and we fucking went and hung out with Kiefer Sutherland all night. So I was traumatized by the amount of people that were trying to um, get on this man's nuts. Uh-huh. But I understand <laughs> it because I was also trying to get up on his nuts. Yeah, you were one of those people, <laughs> yeah, so you understand. Those people. Yeah. But, man, I have never – like it was just a weird thing because he is a very big star. And yeah. He's been for years. Oh, yeah. Um, but just the fact that like everybody was trying to just get a piece of this dude and yeah. it was the weirdest thing. And it, this place wasn't like a hundred people deep. There was like 20 people in this hotel room, right. pretty decent sized hotel room, but just everybody was yeah. like, just trying to have their moment with Kiefer. Yeah. And it was the right. weirdest fucking night. Wow. It was stupid. That is so crazy, yeah. man. That's nuts. So that's my Kiefer Sutherland story. You know, kudos to you. Cause with him being blackout drunk or whatever, you know, I think I would have just, I, I mean, I guess it was the day before selfies. Like, yeah. you would have had to turn your camera around and get an awkward picture. Of yeah, and you. I think I, I think I was trying to get someone to take a picture, and then they were like, "Ah, Kiefer's got to go," and it was just like, "Fuck, all right, whatever." Yeah, but it was a great picture because it was like the end of a night, so it was just kind of like me probably being really tired because I was also like, I think I was driving, so I was like, I had some drinks, but it was like. I can't get fucking shit faced or anything. Right, exactly. Uh, and you worked all day. And, and I worked all day all and everything. Night. And now I'm just hanging out with Kiefer Sutherland. And we ended up down by like South Coast Plaza where his hotel room was. So it wasn't yeah. like super far from where I lived. And it was uh-huh. like, okay, now it's morning. Like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then I think I went and got a Del Taco burrito. Like, I need something to like drive home. Like, this is a stupid ass night. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, well, you have met Kiefer Sutherland. I've met, I've hung out with yeah, David yeah. himself. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Dude. Dude, when he was that drunk, you could like you could have got him to call you Michael. Yeah, I should have been. I just kept telling him, "My turd." And he, he just didn't understand. And yeah. I was like, "You fucking know." Yeah, you, you know. You know. You just pushed me up against those Come on. antlers, you dickhead. Let's do it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're drinking blood, David. Yeah, <laughs> my like, blood. He's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, when he's pouring it out, you should be like, hey, man, is this is this your blood? Is this your blood? Is, am I going to drink it? Am I one of you now? <laughs> am I one of you? <laughs> Let's go hang out. I bet I could have talked to him and then fucking hanging out on a bridge. And you definitely could have. <laughs> you definitely could have. Hey, dude, I know there's a really cool place. Where could... There's a cool bridge over yeah. here. Let's go fucking hang on. Hang... And if he was drunk enough and still high on that rock star country yeah. life, he would have been like, let's do it. Dude, and his band sucked. Were they rough? So was did he? I assume he was like playing guitar and singing. He was playing guitar and singing, and had like fifty people in the band. Oh, okay, you know, and there was like a pedal string and a fiddle, and every every motherfucker was in this band. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Musician. Man. Musician. Do you remember what is? Was it like the Kiefer Sutherland band? I think it was Kiefer Sutherland, like Kiefer Sutherland and the Dusty. Barrels or something, you know? Oh yeah, something like that. It's got to be something like that. It yeah. was something stupid. Well, I gotta look it up now, and I'm gonna see. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look up to see like pictures from that hotel room that night. Like yeah. Google They're... has everything so beautifully cataloged. I'm gonna find that. And I, you know, I was I was at work the whole day too, so I'm pretty sure that if if I am in any of the pictures, I'm just gonna be wearing like a polo and like khakis. <laughs> it's gonna be great i look really maybe that's why i didn't want my pictures like i can't fucking yeah. not with you dude yeah no no you but need he did to... look cool yeah and man you know what he did you know professional drinker i will tell you that because he was he was i think he opened up like nine bottles of fucking whiskey and drank Whoa. them all but also just passing it around yeah he's everybody. passing around everybody yeah. but man yeah. that's a hell of a lot yeah <laughs> and it was just like what the fuck and there's just i should have taken more pictures but i'd be respectful yeah, yeah. Of yeah. the kefir, yeah. It also, in in that scenario, you don't want to, you know, someone invites you in, whether direct, either directly or indirectly. It's like, yeah, you don't want to be the shithead, being like, and here's a bunch of pictures of him all drunk and yeah. stupid, you know. It's exactly, like, eh. and it was my friend, you know, and I didn't yeah. want to like make it weird, so I was just right. like, I'm here, I'm just gonna try to live in the moment or everything. Yeah. I've talked way too long about this weird, awkward story that has nothing to do with the Lost Boys. It has everything to do with the Lost Boys. He's the he's Peter Pan. He, you know, you're right. Yeah. You're right, man. <laughs> uh, that's me being self-indulgent. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was great, and I enjoyed that story. Thank you very much. Hopefully everybody else did. But, yeah, this movie is fantastic. Uh, Andy, we watched it. What? We got to do it, right? We got to do the rewatch. We got to get it to yeah, the rewatch. Exactly. You know why? Because I still believe. I still believe. I we got to do believe, it. still believe, dude. Let's jump into it. Got some notes. Let's talk. Okay. So you just shared a very long story. So all I'm going to say is my first note is the opening, even now, I've seen this movie 190 times. The opening, so cool, so scary. So cool, so scary, dude. Yeah. I, I, I forgot. I, I don't know how I forgot because every time I watch a movie, it's like the very first time. And yeah. I forget, oh, what is that? You know? <laughs> yeah. And I forgot, like, wait a minute, did they turn into bats and stuff in this movie? Like, is he looking up and seeing a giant, crazy bat creature flying at him? Like, <laughs> but then you think, then you realize, oh, they're just like teens flying at him. <laughs> it's, you're just seeing those same dudes. <laughs> yeah. They were troublemakers now flying. Flying. And that's got to mess you up way more with creepy faces they have creepy faces and in all fairness we do see their feet yeah they're the creepiest fucking things <laughs> yeah. you've ever seen <laughs> they are pretty that's gnarly. the main reason why i would never become a vampire yeah i do not want to get those vampire feet you don't want to have a thumb on the <laughs> ball of your foot oh the get strength fucked. in that calf to hold oh. up your whole weight oh so much <laughs> so much <laughs> 
but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have love handles ever again. I think like that part of the vampire DNA is it just you get ripped and do you get ripped? So, I think so. So like if I got bit. Am I going to be all like cool or am I like stuck as like a 40 <laughs> year old man now? And like things just constantly hurt. And it's like, oh, I should have done this younger. Kind of like how I say with with a kid, like, oh, I should have done this way younger. And I, I should have become a vampire when I was in my 20s. That would have been way better. I think I don't think it immediately fixes, uh, you know, every little thing that you might want fixed, but I'm pretty sure all the pain and everything goes away. Okay, okay. But if you don't drink blood constantly, you get horrible stomach problems that make you squeeze milk yeah. and make a big fucking mess. <laughs> Your mom's going to be so mad at you. <laughs> Your mom's going to yeah. be so mad. So these, these teens, yeah. these teens, you know, they're fucking causing a ruckus on this merry-go-round. And oh, I, yeah. And I thought to myself, like, as a parent, like, ah, like, what teens do that? And then I thought for a split second longer, I went like, we would have done that. Just like <laughs> yes, <laughs> a we bunch of idiot teens just like walking around on there, grabbing people's faces and stuff. <laughs> There's so much face grabbing so in this movie. <laughs> everybody grabs everybody's face. They, I mean, they're grabbing the girl's face. And then the boyfriend is like, hey, I'm putting myself in the boyfriend's shoes. Yeah. Some number one, beautiful man comes up yeah. and grabs my girl's face. Number one, I'm like, you know, well, hang on. Why are you grabbing her face? That's fucking weird. But also, this is a threat. You're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm. I'm. In a minute, we're gonna steal comic books and try to make out in my car. <laughs> uh. But shit, you're gonna steal my girl. Why are you grabbing her face? And then they grab his face, and just Dude. like show him, like I can grab your face. You're nothing to me. It's a pre-COVID world where it is face grabbing was. It's a sign of the times, you know? Fingers were in mouths. We, we lose this now, you know? Yeah. Everyone's so concerned, you know? It's hand sanitizer everywhere. Grab a face. Get on the subway. <laughs> grab a face. Get on the subway and grab a face. It's okay because a, a burly security guard <laughs> is going to come to your aid. This The balls on this fucking security guard where he walks up and he goes, here's these four... You know, 20 something. They're going to beat the shit out of you regardless if they're vampires. Whether or not they're vampires, these dudes definitely have like the collective strength to fucking kill you. Yeah. And he grabs Kiefer Sutherland, the beefiest and scariest yeah. looking out of all of them. He grabs him with his like flashlight, puts him in a chokehold, and he's just like, I respect the shit out of that guy. Because yeah. he's just like, yo, I make. This is 1980. That dude, dude made a dollar twenty-five an hour. Yes, he did. And he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna kill you, kids, if you get out." Yeah. Get... And they listen. They're like, "Yo, all right, we're out of here." Yeah. Vampire, no vampire. In that moment, they could have easily killed him. Yeah. And people would have been like, "Ah, that's scary," but it's the 80s. But it's also Santa Carla, dude. Exactly. Murder capital of the world. Murder capital. Oh, another of one. The world. I know. Should we even fucking file a report? Probably not. See you later, dude. Yeah, he died on the merry-go-round. Happens every day. Yeah. <laughs> There's three there. more right now on here. Right. Taking a valuable space on this merry-go-round. <laughs> no, just get him off. Get the him line, off. Open the line up. for this merry-go-round. This merry-go-round, by the way, is also populated by Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Uh, Santa, what is the name of the place? Santa Carla. Santa Carla. I keep No, it's all right. Everything else, and I always say Santa Cruz. Santa Carla's. Most beautiful teens yeah. and 20-somethings. This is like standing room only yes. times 10. Everyone is either on a horse 
<laughs> on a little like you know whatever uh, uh, unicorn bench, bench shit yeah. or whatever, or they're like they are doubled up trying to get. If you move, they're taking your little Dude, horse. Yeah, they <laughs> are lined up like you. You can't even fit a breath in that fucking merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah, so these guys going around grabbing faces. I see why they were kicked yeah, off. I, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm a fire marshal. This is a hazard. <laughs> We can't have you grabbing faces. Get the fuck off this thing. <laughs> I I wrote, there's so many notes about Jason Patrick being insanely handsome. My my first note was when we meet Jason Patrick. Uh, so the story is uh, Jason Patrick and Corey Haim. Yeah. Corey Haim. Corey Haim and Diane Weist, their family, and their, they, she's gone through a terrible divorce. They're, quote, dead broke, so they're moving in with her dad, their their grandpa. And he's in Santa Carla here. I don't care what their life was in shitty Arizona, okay? Because in Santa Carla, it's a badass. Their grandpa yeah. lives on this, like, he has a gigantic, like, Doc Brown Pasadena yes. house. <laughs> He's on like fifty acres. He's got like woodshed, taxidermy, like yes, old timey yes. cars, all kinds of rad shit. And he's within like you know whatever a, a, a five minute walk from like the rad like boardwalk area yeah. and everything. It's the coolest place ever. But you meet Jason Patrick, and he's in the he's in the. It, so there's an SUV with a trailer yeah. that the mom's driving, and he's in the back seat hanging out. And you see him, and you're like, damn, that guy is so good looking. Okay, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> a few minutes later, inexplicably, the dude is on a dirt bike. Dude, he gets that dirt bike, and he's, <laughs> he's riding up behind. Where did he get a dirt bike, Andy? When did they go? They stop for gas. They see two homeless teens. He asked one of them for a job or something. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the homeless teens are the, digging in the trash. Yeah. yeah. And the mom. Yeah. And the per, perfect Diane Weist, by the Thank way. You. That was so good. And the mom's Good like, job. yeah, get him some food. Yeah. So Corey Feldman goes over to give the little ruffians some money to get some food. The, the, the two mile drive from the gas station to grandpa's. He's on a motorcycle. He stole a motorcycle. He stole a motorbike at some point. <laughs> he was too good looking. Someone gave him a motorbike. Yeah, yeah. Someone's like, hey, man, you really. Dude, you, you want to fit in here? You, take this, man. Yeah. You're going to be, you know, hey, it's a little one. It's going to work for you. Yeah, you're going to make it work, man. <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah. do it. That, I've never noticed that until this rewatch. I've never no I watched it and I started laughing hysterically. I'm like, did they just go, like, they filmed the opening and they're like, no, he's too cool. He needs to he be needs on a motorcycle. <laughs> also, it's written in the script that he has a motorcycle <laughs> multiple times. Holy shit, we got to get him a motorcycle. And they're like, well, how does he get it? At the gas station. He's at the gas station. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you Murder bet. capital of the world. There's someone that got murdered. There's a leftover There's bike. A leftover bike. Yeah, he took it from the ruffians that yeah. were digging in the dumpster. <laughs> they, they paid them for the money that they gave him. That's it. That's you know? what they did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dead grandpa bit. Dead uh -huh. grandpa is there. They roll up on grandpa's house. Grandpa's just laying there motionless. Yeah. And they're like, oh, grandpa. And he, they, they run up and he's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'm the grandpa. Just playing dead, you shitheads. Yeah. 
holy shit. Flashbacks. My dad constantly did this. No. Constantly. Constantly did this. And I was tripping out. I'm like, holy shit. Did my dad rip off fucking the grandpa from fucking, <laughs> from fucking Lost Boys, man? Like, he what? would constantly do this. I just was come he, home. like, lay flat down yeah. the ground? Yeah, I'd come home from school or whatever. And then I was like, dad? 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 And then he'd be like, ah, not dead yet. Like, oh, you motherfucker. All right. <laughs> that is awful. Dude, yeah. That is terrible. Your dad would do that? <laughs> he would constantly do that, dude. And it was uh, he like, absolutely ripped off dude, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, constantly, man. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude, grandpa was, the grandpa was my dad. And I am shocked. I am fucking shocked. Grandpa is also insanely cool. Like, if you're going to go, like, move multiple states away and, yeah. like, move in with your grandpa... He is fun and sassy and sexually active well Dude. into his late 70s. <laughs> the Widow Johnson. I can't remember her name. But yeah, I think he, that's it. But he's just, he's fucking nailing it, dude. He's getting at it. Dude, he didn't need that Viagra. He's No, there was no Viagra back dude, then. He's, he's just got it. He's he did, Stuffing animals isn't the only thing he's stuffing. That's exactly. Saying, exactly. Yep. Dude, let's talk. Let's talk about their first night in Santa Carla. Yeah. They get into town. Grandpa's a kook. He's crazy. He's my dad. Uh-huh. They're going to start living with him. Hey, the second shelf is mine. That's where I keep my root beers. Oh, you're crazy, Grandpa. Yeah. Let's hit the fucking boardwalk, dude. Yeah. And you get out there. You're walking towards the beach, and you see these trash cans, all right? Uh-huh. Just there on fire. And you yeah. just hear it. You hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is that noise? Is that a cat screaming? And you fucking come across on the beach. There's oh, there's a fucking concert. We got a little live music. <laughs> Michael, we gotta catch this. We gotta see what's going we on. We gotta see what's up. You see a shirtless, sweaty man. A greased man, Andy. <laughs> this is not natural sweat. This is grease <laughs> applied to a physique. Dude, a physique like no, uh, hips that do not lie. Hips ever. that don't lie. Slick back, business in the front, full party in the back. The fullest party. Flowing locks in a ponytail, a belt made of chains. Dude, it's chains, insane. Chains powerful enough to keep uh, a, a full, like, destroyer yes. hitched to any dock these giant ass chains this guy has a voice that yeah. is keeping rock and roll alive dude it is it's, it's just single-handedly like, this man still believes and if you don't believe that he believes what instrument is he playing as well the fucking sax he's playing a saxophone the, the sexiest sax i have yes. ever heard yeah ever it's not Hooked up. It's not hooked up with the little like shitty thing on their neck that keeps no. it in position. Oh. This dude is freehanding it, just just owning this thing, pawing this giant saxophone, it. and he's just like singing his heart out, dancing, spinning, and then brings that up and just boom, and he's like he's like pumping his, Pump his it. hips. It is so funny. At the ten, just shy of the ten minute mark, dude. you hear this and you're like, I'm ten minutes into this movie. And this is what I'm fucking getting. Dude, it's so good. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. It is amazing. And everybody, everybody on that fucking beach is into it. Everyone. Everyone's everybody. like, I still believe, you still believe. 
and this is what this is punk the punk rockers, sexy ladies. Yeah, everybody yeah, is yeah. into this. Yeah, that is that is true. This music is as far from punk as it could possibly be. This is the days of Gigi Allen. Yes. Every hardcore crust punk is watching this guy yes. going like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I get it. They like the dude. Like, the yeah. music's not there, but the attitude, they're like, I can appreciate this. Yeah, this, this dude's dude, rad. This dude yeah. rips. And then the girls are just like, this guy is fucking sex personified. <laughs> yep. And uh, so who sees him? Star. Star. The beautiful Jamie Gertz. Yes. Is, she, she is she is floating, dude. She is floating. Yes. She's floating through this An crowd. Angel. You know what's insane? I've seen this movie, like I said, a million times. This time I was watching it with my, like, Gertz goggles on. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I get that she's wearing a white corset. And that makes her pretty noticeable. You don't notice anybody else in that crowd oh, no. except for her. No. Like, that, that is a testament to how incredibly gorgeous she is. But just, like, I, I don't know. The, the, Schumacher did an amazing job because, like, everybody else just blends in the background. It, you see her. It made me wonder. Schumacher might get a bad rap because, like... Nipples on Batman? Yeah, it's because nipples on Batman. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you watch a scene like that, that shot, and you go, like, oh, fuck. Can Schumacher direct? Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Okay. He can. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sure. It's a step up from an NXS music video, but <laughs> I think he's doing it. I yeah. think he knows what art is. I think he does, too. In fact, Andy, I still believe. I still believe. <laughs> <laughs> it's this great moment. That's that's their first night. And then as if the night couldn't get better. So all right, Michael sees Star, yes. and he's like... Infatuated. Uh, yeah, as anyone, anyone would, be. would Anyone would be. You'd see that woman and you'd be like, at the very least, I have to walk by her because I bet she smells like cinnamon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she smells like fresh churros. Yeah. I got to see what's up with I this shit. I got to see. Uh, so he is now, he is under her spell 100% and he's like, I'm walking and my little brother can be gone. I don't even care. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, and Corey's like, come on, man. I know you like this broad. Like, let's go see other stuff. And he's like, why don't you go see other stuff? And he's like, yo, you're right. He then goes into the coolest fucking comic book shop Dude. to ever be. I, I will say I, I frequent a comic book shop here in, in Fullerton. Uh, shout out comic book hideout. I want to say, mm. holy shit. The aesthetics of a comic book shop have not fucking changed in uh, 40 no. years. Like, no. I walked in like it was like, huh, I think those same racks are in my shop here. Now. <laughs> I think you might be right. Andy. Yeah. I think you might be right. I, <laughs> I kind of there. appreciate that. I have been in that comic book shop. Yeah, I kind of appreciate it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seeing all that layout. I was also... I. I nerded out so hardcore when he's like looking at the action comics and all oh, these yeah. things. I was like, you know how much fucking money those things are Dude. worth? Like, it's it's incredible. It's <laughs> incredible. So I w um I did do uh, a little bit of trivia looking up and everything, and I will mention at this point uh, that comic book shop doesn't exist anymore. Apparently, it got burned down. But the one that's there now in Santa Cruz, not in Santa Carla, uh huh. Um, it's, Santa Carla is not a real place. Um, it's still owned by like the same dude that own that shop uh -huh. and that comic book that he has vampires everywhere or whatever yeah he still has that edition of it and if you want you could go into the shop uh it doesn't cost any money but if you just want to take a picture with you holding it you can do it so really yeah it, it, apparently it's very like 
cool and just like, yeah, it's a comic book shop. And as long as you don't fuck it up and be a dick, yeah, come in and go take a picture with it. So That is so cool. Yeah. I want to go do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I need to go take a little road trip right yeah. now. There's a there's this really rad artist uh, named Justin Ishmael, and he did a recreation of both of the comics that oh, appear in this yes. movie. And he was selling them. I, I'm pretty sure he was just selling them as like a slip cover because uh, it's it's just the front and back. Um, but yeah, like he had that. It was it was a it was a timed release yeah. thing and I, I couldn't get it in time. But I was I was going to do the what is it? It's like destroy all vampires. Destroy or something. All va- yeah, yeah. 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 That was because he had that one. And then you had the other one that was like the handbook one um and i tried to get the destroy all vampires and i i didn't get it in time but um he's the guy that made my like galactus sh- not my, not galactus but uh oh fuck like the the famous monsters shirt thing i wear oh, that's that, that like yeah. two-headed monster thing yeah that's him he's rad so right shout on. out to jason ishmael dude. who's rad hells yeah dude yeah dude okay what else what else is going on in this movie uh so many things all right so uh michael joins the vampires so quickly like so quickly michael is like on board with this chick oh dude and then and as anyone would be and then he's like ah man bubble bursted chick is going with this guy that's way cooler than me oh absolutely she jumps on the back of you know Kiefer sutherland's motorcycle and he's like well that's the end of this story and Kiefer sutherland clearly was like yo that's my girl at this point he's like that's my girl i'm gonna eat your face but instead he's like all right, you're equally beautiful. Yeah, join us. Like yeah. it's all. He's like, come on, man. And <laughs> he's it's thinking this, to himself, like, we got to get Alex, Alex out of here. Alex Winters, like, <laughs> yeah, got to get he, him out of here. Sure, he's handsome, but ah, uh, man, we we can upgrade. We can yeah, upgrade. That mullet is rough. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get that out of here. We, we bit him too young. Yeah, we got him in too young. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> this guy, though. Meanwhile, this is still their first night. Yes. In all fairness, I bet you Michael hasn't unpacked. <laughs> he has not unpacked yet for moving into a new state and he has already he's fallen in love he's joined a gang <laughs> he's hanging out with these dudes and he goes through this initiation where it's like these guys are weird at the very yeah. least they're weird magicians yeah because he gives him uh rice and it's maggots and then it's rice yeah he gives him worms but then it's noodles and it's is it worms again i think it's just noodles yeah you know and he's like what is happening and then he definitely gives him some jungle juice <laughs> and my boy is yeah is getting real sloppy real fast i love the shots afterwards when it's kind of you know the the music's playing and they're all like dancing around everything because uh-huh. fucking michael it's some of like those far away shots yeah you can tell like jason patrick didn't know what to do because yeah. he's just kind of like swinging the <laughs> bottle around. Is, like, is, it's so awkward yeah. all of their dance moves yeah. are terrible yes and nobody gave them any direction they're yeah. just like yeah just just like party you're guys. party all right you're drinking you're drinking this wine like just have some fun. Yeah. Jim Morrison's on the wall. Dude. There's a giant Jim Morrison poster. You got to do that, you gotta man. You got to do this, dude. That, you know, it's still one of my favorite moments is, uh, in, in any movie is as they're coming into town and you're seeing all the punks and stuff and it's playing People Are Strange. Yeah. I'm not a fan of The Doors, but I'll always love that moment yeah. like in this movie. It's so good. Dude. Fuck the doors. Uh, yeah, they really suck. Uh, shout out to our friend who owned a shirt. Did the, you make it for him? No. Or? Oh man, it's. St- I wish he. I don't know if he still has it. It's the best fucking shirt. Yeah. And, and it, 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 
So the famous picture of like Jim Morrison with his he's like asleep on the stage with yeah. his back towards the crowd and it just <laughs> said doesn't it say the doors suck? It, I, I think it I think it said the doors suck and Jim Morrison was an alcoholic or it said something, yeah, something like that. It's so good. It was the best. Dude, yeah. was, people get pissed about that. Like, they what? do. Ra- ra- History of rock and roll, Jim Morrison. No, it's no. fucking silly circus music that sucks. Every song is silly circus music. It's it stupid. Sucks. Yeah, it sucks. He wasn't a good singer. He was a dildo who was like so up his own yeah. ass. Anyway, Jim Morrison, R.I.P. to the great one. Uh, <laughs> and I just said, <laughs> there you go. He he joined the vamp so quickly. It shows you the dangers of peer pressure, my friends. Dude, oh, as a as somebody. Who has fallen into Kiefer Sutherland's trap? As <laughs> yeah. a fifty-year-old man, he pulls you in. He yeah. his magic wasn't all the way there. Yeah, if he was ten years younger, dude, I would have definitely become a vampire that <laughs> night. Or if yeah. he wasn't as drunk. You if know? he wasn't as drunk and he was ten years younger, <laughs> you would have become a country music fan. Yeah, <laughs> he would have passionately told you about Dwight Yoakam or some oh, shit, and you would have been bleh. like, <laughs> uh, so go ahead. Gramps uh-huh. gets Corey Haim. Uh-huh. They jump in the car real quick. All right, we're going into town. Yeah. All right, Grandpa, let's go. Starts it up. Mm. All right, <laughs> that was a good trip. <laughs> this is as close as I want to get to town. When I tell you that my dad used to get into his Volkswagen and just start it up and say, this is as close as I like to get to town, I am not exaggerating. My dad ripped off his entire life from this fucking movie. That's insane. Yeah, the the the, the dead bit is yes. one thing, but to do that other thing, my dad my dad would say he's letting the car run. You know, uh-uh. you know, yeah. he had an old Volkswagen. You know, at the yeah, time, you got seventy one. You know, he would just start it up every once in a while and yeah. he'd sit in it. But he would say that, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Yo." I wish you were still around, Dad, because like I fucking need to ask you a fucking question right now. You're How much of your life did you steal away from this? How we all would just quote Anchorman to each other in yeah, most right. of the two thousands. My dad was pulling this move with the fucking Lost Boys, specifically one character from the Lost Boys. He, he identified with Gramps. Yeah, and he's like, "That this is my spirit animal. Yeah. I'm gonna live <laughs> I'm this gonna way. Do this. Yeah. I'm gonna put put these seeds in there." Uh huh. I just freak my kid out. One day he's going to be watching this. I'll be long gone. Yeah. And he's just going to be sitting there. He's going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Hey, Dad, it's your whole personality. What happened? The grandpa? <laughs> yeah. From the Lost Boys? The grandpa. You could, you, you know, he could have done worse. Yeah. The grandpa from the Lost Boys is a lot of fun. I think he liked that he was also smoking reefer. He so. was definitely, yeah, on that reefer He was like, madness. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, why the fuck does Corey Haim take a bath? <laughs> Corey, Corey Haim is like 16 years old in this movie and his his mom is like watch your brother and he's like I don't need a babysitter he totally doesn't Diane yeah. Weist but okay so your brother who's now a vampire is going to be your babysitter and he goes go take your bath because he's like fighting because he's turning into a vampire. Yeah. This is their second night, by yes. the way, in the in the house. <laughs> and he's like, go take your bath. And then he goes and takes a bath. My six-year-old 
takes a bath like that. Yes. Like getting soapy, singing <laughs> along to music, and playing. The dog is right there, and he's yes. singing to the dog. I swear, they <laughs> that is from this. So this script, by the way, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. The script was originally written by the two folks that are credited uh, on this as uh, a, a much more fun movie. It was way more of a comedy. And the idea was, what if Peter Pan was a vampire and okay. he got other kids to join up? So that was like the 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 inciting idea for this this whole thing. This was the inspiration <coughs> behind the Lost Boys. And the the two screenwriters, um, uh, um, and I got I got to look it up. Do you have the IMDb handy? I I wish I had it handy. Yeah, I, uh, I have it right here. The writers, yeah, Jane Jane Fisher, yeah. So and Jane. James J- Jeremiah, yeah. So Jane and James, but especially Jane, she's credited with like the first draft of this that was like. Peter Pan is a vampire and they're going to make it a, it wasn't like not that it was going to be like super family friendly but it was going to be way more and more of like a comedy thing and all the kids were going to be a lot younger. Okay. I bet you money that scene is from that part of it. Oh shit, yeah. And they yeah. were just like, yeah, it works, it's fine. Cuz yeah. cuz Corey, Corey Haim's a pro and he's like, yeah, guys, I'll do it whatever, it's fine. But that I think that's what it is. It's reminiscent of that original script. Because then the third screenwriter who's in there, Jeffrey Jeffrey Bohm. Jeffrey Bohm. Jeffrey is the one who's credited with turning it into the movie that we oh, see today. So gotcha. Jeffrey's the one that made it what it is. He was the one who's like, we need to get the Schumacher, add a little sex to this movie. It's really gonna pop. Yeah. Hey. I, I honestly think the the notes that it has on IMDb, it says that he is credited with. Uh, raising the age of the characters and sexing everything up. Yeah, like that was his move on that. Oh, so it's kind of creepy to say. Yeah, well, he's in all fairness, the first part was raising the age. Yeah. He wanted to make them older. So if it was lower the age and sex it yeah, up, I think that, that's, that's a creepy. whole that's a whole fucking <laughs> evilness to yeah, that. That's but. terrible. But I, the other way, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Also, did you notice that in Corey Haim's room? So Michael's, you know. Freaking out, he's vamping out. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, trying a to get crazy, in there. a crazy awesome scene. Oh yeah, where he's he's flying uncontrollably and gets sucked out, and yeah. he's like, I can't control this, dude. And uh, Jason Patrick does a little acting in this movie too. He's just not relying on his good looks because, like, oh yeah, there's you could have turned this movie a hundred percent serious on some of this. Like, yeah, I'm your brother. Yeah, Sammy, let me in. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, this is fucking like. Kind it's, of pulling on the heartstrings a little bit. It's, you know? it's a serious moment, yeah. and Corey Haim does a good job. Yeah. Everybody does a really good job. But anyway, what's what's happening in the room? What what posters on the wall? Oh, the sexiest, the sexiest Rob Lowe poster is there. Why? There's a shirtless, like half boner yeah. Rob Lowe poster, and then on the other wall, there's. Re- reform school girls oh is there a very sexy dirty movie a giant poster of that so i think i think the production designer was like well okay he's like a young cool yeah. hip guy of course he looks up to sexy rob Lowe. yeah, <laughs> yeah I, but he's a boy he's gotta have the reform school girls i'm joe schumacher <laughs> 
Joe. Rob Lowe was obviously one of my movies. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Put him up. Put him up. Dude, we got a nod just, to I Robbie. I saw that. I was like, what the fuck, man? I know. It's such a weird move. It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you also notice, uh, so when Michael and Star go at it, when they're done, it's dawn. Yes. And the vampires are absolutely flying home in dawn. There's while the sun is up. It's like gremlins, dude. Yeah, is the there, rules. Is, yeah. There's rules about vampires and stuff. Does it need to be a full sun or something? You know, it, you know, morning light, but the sun hasn't come up all the way yet. You know, right. who knows? But I did see that too because then I I forgot all about that. Like I kept watching. Like how the fuck is Michael like walking around in the sun? And then yeah. he talks about like, oh, he's a half vampire right now. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he needs to make his first kill. And okay, yes, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of like convenient rules yeah. with these vampires. Like yes. the garlic doesn't mess them up at mm-hmm. all. Um, but yeah, I'll still look the other way. Yes. Like oh, I don't, I'm... I don't care. But I just, I, I noticed it this time, and I was like, ah, let's, let's keep them honest. Let's mention it. Let's mention <laughs> it. They're absolutely <laughs> flying around, and the sun is up. You know, so dude, that sex scene too is. Joel, you did a lot of good stuff in this movie, Mr. Yeah. Joey Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Come on, baby, the hottest two people in this movie. I know. And you, you fucking, sh- you fucking tease us. I know. Come on, dude. I need to see someone's butt. Anyone's butt. I know. Just a butt. I bet you. Now listen, Jamie. We've established flawless. I bet you, pound for pound. Jason had a better butt. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. want to see that Jason butt. I know. I bet you I bet you pound for pound. Yeah. It, was, it was a tighter butt. See, they, they could have done it. I know. I'd have been fine with it. I'd have been fine with it, too, because I would have been like... Instead, eh, we get the clouds. It's hers or his. Who knows? Come. I know. And you know she didn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because their making love was just touching shoulders yes. again and again and again. <laughs> I know, it's such a bummer. Did you know that uh, Schumacher wanted someone else for Star? And yeah, Idiot. Exactly. And Jason was like, I just worked with her on a movie, and she's amazing, and she's going to be perfect in this. And Schumacher's like, yeah, she's beautiful, but like, ah, I really want this other person. He envisioned her character more as like a Meg Ryan type. So, yeah, exactly. And I was like, like a Meg Ryan type, you mean like fucking Ad- Alex Winter? Yeah. Like he's ah. already he's already like a thin blonde guy. Ah. So so uh Jason is like, "No, dude, you got to bring her on. Yeah. You got to bring her on." And uh he apparently was so insistent that Schumacher's like, "Okay, all right. He brought her on." And he's like, "Yep, you're right." And the chemistry is there. I know our boy was like, there's a sex scene in this. Yes. <laughs> I got to get Jamie <laughs> in this sex scene. And it's, yeah, it's the most milk toast yes. sex scene ever. It's such a bummer. Yeah. My mom used to fast forward it. I remember, oh, yeah. like, she would fast forward it. It's like, there's not a tit in sight. No. I can't you have you seen those clouds. They're too suggestive. Yeah. You can see whatever you want in there. Right. I want to go back once, one second. Go. Back to Michael vamping out. Yeah. Because it's a common theme in our, um, episodes gotta give him a shout out for fucking up that fridge dude you gotta fuck up a fridge (laughs) you gotta fuck up a fridge any chance you get fuck it up dude spill that milk everywhere take a good movie and turn it into a great movie by fucking up a fridge making a mess in the kitchen leave try and then someone has to say the line like you're trying to 
cool the whole city down or love whatever. Love it, love it. What? I love it. Guys, it's it's a mess in here. And you have to pick it up and look at it like, uh, what? I'm I have <laughs> I have cleaned up so many messes in my life, not just f- children, but in general, being just a fuck up. I've made many messes. <laughs> I have I have <laughs> I don't think I've ever looked at what I'm picking up. I, you yeah. pick it up and you're like, well, this is destroyed and just in the trash it yeah. goes. Every time in these movies, like the mom or the brother or the sister or whatever or the lover, they pick it up and they like thoughtfully look at it. Yeah. First of all, it's carnation milk. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's just melted ice cream. <laughs> it wasn't milk. It was yeah. just melted ice cream. The top was faulty to begin with. I saw when he dropped that thing. You guys messed up production design. Yes. That was already totally open, clearly. I, I get what they're trying to do. Two teenage boys, you know, they need that milk. They need it. You know, this was back in the day when milk, big milk. Big milk ran <laughs> entertainment, <laughs> yeah, baby. Big Dairy was like, <laughs> we need to get this milk in these boys' hands. Got to do it. Got to do it. My wife to this day still drinks milk like she's a 90s growing boy. Never <laughs> Does she? I love Man. my wife. I love you. Yeah. But God Dang, did she drink some damn milk? <laughs> you know, honestly, I, if I could, I would. You know, I I can't, I can't even yeah. get near it. But yeah, I I do. I have the kids drink almond milk. I don't yeah. know what that's doing to them, but I go like, here you go, you should drink this. Is that just almond water? It's just like almond water with like calcium powder in it. Because calcium a, powder, I think, because it has a shitload of calcium. It has twice the calcium of regular dairy milk. Oh man, it's too much calcium. That's that's a lot. It's a lot. Is calcium even good for you anymore? I think it's bad for you. I, I think see, we need to have rubbery bones. I don't know what's good for us anymore because I I've stopped. I started skipping commercials, so I don't know if like beef is what's for dinner. I don't know if milk. If I got milk anymore, I don't know what's what's the good things. You know. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Without commercials, how do we find our compass? Like. Yeah. We I don't know. I know that good salsa doesn't come from New York City. And I stuff. know that. I know yeah. that it doesn't doesn't come in a can. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or whatever. But uh, yeah, you know, you're you're right. A few years ago, uh, maybe more than a few years ago, but like when they changed the food pyramid, mm. I was like, I I don't know. This yeah. world is topsy turvy. Yeah. I I don't know if it's if the if if I shouldn't be having nine servings of full grain whole <laughs> yeah. grains like every day i don't know what i'm supposed to be i don't eating. know what it is i'm supposed to have at least a little bit of fish every day yeah. <laughs> like, it's brain food as my yeah. mom always told me oh we're about to do standardized testing have some fish tonight before it's gonna help you it would be fish sticks yeah that's what we would do and be like See? yep it's good it's good good for your Bra- brain brain, fr- brain food cool right on and then my parents not knowing about my dairy allergy would be like, wash it down with all this milk. <laughs> so much milk. Yeah, and in the morning have like a cheese omelet and then yeah. go sit for standardized testing and shit your pants. <laughs> oh, no. Shout out to my uh, senior year history teacher who is also the coach uh, who was uh, administering those standard tests. Okay. When I still didn't know what I had, and I'm uh, sitting in there and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to die. I like my stomach hit me and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. And I like raised my hand and he's like, no questions. It's a test. Do the test. It was like, whatever, the, st- the state's test. And I was like, nope, I'm going to die. So I walked up to his desk and I was like, it's an emergency. I have to go. He's like, you cannot leave this room during a the test. These are this is the most important test you're going to take all year. I'm like, I'm a senior. 
I graduate in like a month. None of this stuff matters at all, man. You know, it doesn't matter. Like I have to go. I ha- I'm going to be sick. Like I have to go. And he's like, no. And I, he's like, you need to go sit down. And he was a dickhead. And I walked back to my desk and I just grabbed my backpack and I just walked out. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, and I went and I painfully shit everything. For probably like an hour in oh. the teacher's lounge. <laughs> like, Heck yeah, you know, dude. <laughs> I went. That was always my move. I'd be like, well, I'm going to be sick for a while. I'd go right through the teacher's lounge and into their bathroom. And Hell I'd yeah, be, dude. Yeah, all the time. Anyway, sorry. Dude, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, dude. Oh, man. That's a man that's never had the shit. Like, that man has never had diarrhea. He's ever. never had diarrhea a day you know in his it life. Is. I know. Just nice. Not super hard. Good textured poops every single time. Oh, yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. He's I, good. Because you have to drink whiskey all night long. You know those are healthy poops. Those are very, yeah, very healthy. You can set your watch to those poops. So the Frog Brothers, they're going to go down into the lair. I have the same note. Could yeah. they have been any fucking louder? Dude, every, it was driving me nuts. Again, I've seen this movie so many yeah. times, I can't believe it never really bothered yes. me. It bothered me so much yeah. on this watch. I was like, shut up. They're vampires. They're They're going to pull your head off. Like, what are you doing? They are so loud. They're making color commentary on everything they see. Yes. When they first get into the lair, they're like, whoa. Whoa. Check this place out. Look at this place. Yeah. Fuck. There's no fucks, but, you know, they're basically doing that. They're basically saying that. Yeah, exactly. They are so loud. They're They're so loud. They're the loudest fucking people ever. These are professionals, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Andy, tell me. So they're making a, a just a ruckus. They're having a great time, and they're gonna go searching for the vampires to stake. They're gonna yeah. kill those vampires. Is it real easy for them to find them? Oh no, dude! They're fucking. They're well. They they <laughs> they luckily go right by a cave where there's a draft. There's a draft back here. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Let's climb into this and be as loud as possible again. Just announcing to the vampires that we're coming into the thing. Coming in to kill them. It's one big coffin. Yeah. They go, dude, they climb up like a ladder type thing. Yes. They crawl through a cave system. They drop down. They go up again and they go into a new area where they drop down. What are they? Fucking Egyptian pharaohs? Like, what the yeah. fuck yes. is happening? They are in the pyramids here, these vampires. <laughs> they are hanging upside down conservatively 15 to 20 feet yes. above Easy. the boys. One of them gets, it's it's uh, Feldman, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Feldman cl- climbs. Sigging that bloodsucker. Yeah, he climbs a ladder, which is conveniently right it's, next to one of them. Alex Winters, he doesn't have the full scope yet. He has he to doesn't. climb up and he, oh, I gotta, I gotta get my foot up here. <laughs> this is tricky. It's, David, are we going to get Michael in here soon or what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, we got to replace we the little one. <laughs> Guys, I'm ready to be tucked in. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, "Hey, let's I'm we're going to stake the head vampire." That is clearly not the head that vampire. Is clearly- Out of if you're looking at those four, even fast asleep, clearly it's the one in all black with the fucking bleached hair, whatever. All right, fine. The coolest looking one. It's definitely the coolest looking one, but whatever. You're going to stake this one. They stake him. Okay, oh. it's great. He's it's awesome. he's screaming. He's thrashing. They're shooting goo. It's really goo. cool. It's, it's like really... it's a, it's a unique yes. kill. It really is. Screeching. It's wild. The other three vampires, <laughs> I guess, like 
it's like E.T. again. Yes. They're like they're like symbiotically linked together and must be in shock. Yes. Because all those dudes needed to do was unhook their gross feet, <laughs> drop down, and just eat these children. I've seen these guys tear multiple cars apart. Yes, yes, yeah. All they had to do was go down, grab a Corey Haim or Corey Feldman. Yeah. You get your pick. Yeah. And just tear them in half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they could have just, you, you guys killed one of my brothers yeah i'm ripping you apart yes but no what happens is the vampires shake for a minute the boys scream for the same amount yeah. of time then somehow hop up and they're almost out they just they <laughs> the, the entire like trek to get in there it is it's undone within like a two a second, second hop dude it's insane Kiefer sutherland grabs one of them seemingly struggles to try to pull him back when, again, we have seen this dude rip a car apart Yes, and pull people's, like, heads off and stuff. Like, all right, whatever. He's having a hard time with this teen boy. Yes. Uh, Sun hits him, catches on fire. An amazing effect, by the way. Awesome. It looks really good. And then he's like, a, a visual that has stayed with me my whole life. He catches on fire, pulls it in, looks at his hand like, I can't believe this. And then he is like, a tear, a tear runs down his eye. What is that amazing choice? Kiefer Sutherland, he's like, he's like, my character is feeling so many emotions right now. He's heartbroken because his brother just got staked. Yeah. He's furious with these children. He doesn't know how to process it. A tear comes out. He, he, he's also groggy. He is kind of groggy. Yeah, he just woke up. <laughs> Dude, it, it is... Hats off to him. Yeah. Rats off to the... Rats off to you, baby. <laughs> it's so good. Dude, it is amazing. It's so good. I love it. Um, um, I don't. My notes fell off. Same. Because the yeah. end of this movie is fucking sh- shit fuck howdy <laughs> time, and it's amazing. Uh yeah man it's it's fantastic I I'll give you my last three and that's and because they're just they're just observations uh every eighties movie needs a montage this one has an amazing one of yes. them prepping the house for how they're gonna kill all the vampires uh which I will add on to that dude watching this movie they should only have fucking holy water because holy water is the weapon against fucking oh, vampires like. Yep. Yeah, it just it fucks them up. Like it they does. should only have holy water. Yes, it, that you you need to get out of a jam. Yeah. S- sprinkle just the tiniest bit. Yeah, they are incapacitated. It is amazing. Yeah, only holy water. Only holy water. That is true. That's all you need. Um. Uh. Yeah. And then no permission, but all the vamps are in the house. That's another one of those like the rules are weird. Yes. Uh. And then the last thing I had was Kiefer Sutherland's death. Although it is badass, are antelope. Horns made of wood? <laughs> so, no, they are not. This was the sequel that Joel Schumacher had. It was going to be called The Lost Girls, and it was going to oh. be a whole other group of sexy lady vampires, I assume. Oh. But Kiefer Sutherland was going to come back because the story is he didn't actually die because the the elk horns just pierced his heart and they're not wood yeah so it's not the, it's not the thing that's going to kill him for good just messed him up a little bit exactly now i don't know how they explained because you know mr gilmore dies and he's the head vampire, oh shit yeah so that would undo everything but apparently that was going to be a they were going to figure out a workaround there to bring him back so i like it yeah. i love it i want some more of it same 
but that's the movie, and it's amazing. Dude, it, 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 it stands up. It stands the test of time. It does. This movie is nearly 40 years old. So think about that for a quick second. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not. Rather um, not. And it's it, it's fucking great. This movie fucking rips. Yeah. Tip to slip. Tip to slip. I love it. Uh, are you going to let your kid watch it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, not a six. Nah. Not at six years old. <laughs> no. But don't. no, this is a movie that he needs to see sooner yeah. rather than later. Four is too young, but I don't know. Eight? Uh, nine? I'm going to say 10 is is 10? where it's at cuz I mean my w- one of my kids are 10 right now and she couldn't handle it. I know she couldn't handle yeah. it. She's going to have to see it when she's 12. Ah, you know what? I'm just going to say no. No. no I, 10 10's always a good age like okay, you're 10, hey, double digits. Yeah. You can watch some some spookiness now. Yeah. Um well, I would think your kid too cuz he's He's already like he's, he's a creepy seen, kid. He sees some stuff and he likes spooky he's seen things. Some shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean he he's he's growing up to be a a very a you. Like uh, he has in his room like a sticker of Michael Myers and he uh, likes right. it. Yeah. He's just there and he has this pop. Michael Myers is his best friend. Uh-huh. He doesn't know that Michael Myers goes around killing people and everything. Right. But yeah. He just likes that aesthetic. Yeah. It's just a cool aesthetic. So I don't know, man. Like, but he does get creeped out and stuff. We've talked about like Jurassic Park, where he's <laughs> that oh, yeah. was getting too spooky, and I went, "Oh, I fucked up." Yeah, that <laughs> like, is true. Oh, it's just a fun dinosaur movie. And like, okay, but you know what movie he he watches? Um, he's watched the Harry Potter movies already, like the first three. Oh, uh huh. And like yeah. the Dementors parts, he doesn't get scared by that mm. when they're on the traded stuff. Oh, really? So I'm like, oh shit! Like I thought he was gonna be scared by that. He just likes those so yeah man so i don't know eight i'm gonna put it on for him when he's eight i'll report back in a couple years ladies and gentlemen okay please do we'll have him on as a guest as he gets traumatized yeah okay what about you what about all the kids yeah i'm gonna say uh, boys 10 daughter 12 there you go yeah Yeah. so that's what it's got to be we're both in very much agreement like the kids are all gonna see this movie this movie stands up this movie's amazing everybody the only thing i'm worried about is that they're gonna become my boy's gonna become a weirdo like you and he's just gonna start walking around and tell me to call him like shadow breath or some bullshit or xavion yeah oh gosh (laughs) absolutely man so andy what do you have to recommend this week dude it's not a serious recommendation um Work, work, life, everything's been a little crazy. Um, I read a lot. I was on a jury for a long time. Oh, yeah. So I read a couple books. They were good, but a little bit older stuff that I can't recommend. So just for fun this week, and it fits in there, I've had this man do a cameo for me. Um, he is the man. He is the living legend himself. So I want to recommend an album by my good friend, Corey Feldman, album is called angelic to the core you heard me sing a little bit of it or at the beginning that go for it song Corey feldman we love you you're the man michael jackson never did anything to you and i'm gonna take that to my grave you are the man angelic to the core listen to the entire album or just listen to go for it it's entirely up to you by the way snoop dogg is odd go for it which i totally forgot so <laughs> i was listening to it as i was driving here so uh it is amazing. Go listen to that. Angelic to the core, Corey Feldman. Gabe, what about you, man? Do you have anything to recommend this week? <laughs> I love that. That is fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, Andy, I am going to recommend uh, an album. There's a band called In Flames. Oh. They are fantastic, but 
weirdly, so this is a, a very heavy metal band, uh, a heavy band that does heavy metal. Uh, <laughs> sorry, aneurysm for a minute. Um, they're very weird because they have these stretches where their music is unlistenable. Oh, yeah. And you go, what happened to these guys? They're so badass and this is terrible. Andy, you've said this a million times about other things. They're back, baby. Yes, <laughs> they're back. Their new album is called Foregone, and it is amazing. Hell it yeah. It is so good. It's the best album they've put out in a decade or more. Like, it's yeah. so good. And the their big anthemic songs with crazy rad hooks. I can't recommend it enough. In Flames, Foregone. Dude, that makes so. me so happy. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I've just heard the songs you've shared. Yeah. And they, they fuck, man. They and are that's so good. God damn. I, uh, I love them. And I'm so glad that they're making listenable music again. Mm -hmm. Good music, too. But I will take listenable. Yeah, I know. It's like, we'll take listenable just trash. so we can go see them and they'll play their other songs. Yeah. But this new album, like they could play this new album from beginning to end and with like two or three other songs from their back catalog and yeah. I would I would enjoy the concert <sighs> immensely. Dude, it's that so is, good. That is awesome. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for that. Ladies and gentlemen, you know where to find us on all the things you guys. We are talking every week about movies. We love you guys. I got to fucking tell you about TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Who let you pot on all those YouTube we are? Who let you watch that? We got that actual handle, baby. I need you to tell me all about your feelings on um, the Lost Boys, you guys. Tell me about it. Um, wh what's what's your favorite style of vampire? Tell me about it at wholetyoupod at gmail.com, dude. Send those, send those things. Like and subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts. And for, 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 please, just please, just share Share an episode with a friend. Throw your phone at somebody and just tell them to listen. <laughs> do it now. Do it now. You have to do it. I'm not yes. being. I'm, I, I don't mean to come off as crying for this, but just just do it. We, we do you. this, and we have we have a surprising amount of listeners, which is fabulous. Thank you. But you know, hey, a, a little bit more means we can keep doing more great things. Yeah. So there you go. I'm just saying, we're better than Jake Paul. Way better than Jake Paul. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy sucks. Just, that's my goal in life. We just need to get more followers than Jake Paul. Doesn't he have like 80 million followers or something? What's that now? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, uh, until next time, everybody, make sure you don't ever watch any movie with a child. No, no. Oh, wait, no. This was my week, so you're supposed to oh, give us the sign-off. Guys, you know how it is. Just You got to make sure that you never watch a movie, never, ever watch a movie in front of a child. Unless this movie happens to feature the greatest moment in rock and roll history. You're on a beach and you just hear that sax coming around the band. You don't know what it is, but you are hard as a rock and you are ready for the night. Oh my gosh, jump on your dirt bike, Michael. It's blood, Michael. <laughs> I still believe. I still believe. <laughs> it's all about the keyboard. It is. Good night. Good night. You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. Oh.